episode 85. My name is Justin. Hey, I'm Chris. And this is the Bible Buffoons Podcast. Back again. We are here. We are here. Um, <laughs> more stuff to talk about. We have Bible talk. Bible chats. We have some Bible chats. Buffoonery. Other as well. Yes. Uh, we are recording this minutes after episode 84. Because mm-hmm. spring break, guys. We're going to be going. We got to double up. We got to double up. Double up. So when you hear this, Chris will be in Boston. Boston. I'll be... Uh, maybe home. Okay. I don't know when I'm coming home. Maybe Atlanta. I like it. We may be in Atlanta today. Oh, cool. I don't know. On the way home, I think we may stop in Atlanta from Jacksonville to the little aquarium. It's a great idea. That aquarium's so cool. It's so fun. Yeah. I'm not going to spend money to go to the world of Coke again. Never been. Uh, does not seem like something that would it's, really catch it, it me. Once. I feel like the you kids should would enjoy it more than I would. I don't think so. Really? Yeah, it's a lot of history. So, yeah. like, how they made it. So, I remember we brought Jack. He was just like, another museum. And then <laughs> when he got to taste things, yeah. that was fun. Yeah. But it was a lot of learning about them. Speaking of tasting things. Uh, okay. You got my boys big time on the hot sauce challenge train. Really? Yes. They loved that. I was surprised that they did it. You and me both, man. Yeah. So again, we're recording this like two weeks ago. If you're listening to this now, you guys know, you guys know about taco Tuesday. We had some storms here last night, whenever it is on Tuesday. Uh, and so all the baseball games were canceled. So during baseball season, it's hit or miss. If we yes. meet together for taco Tuesday, we have some local hot sauce mm-hmm. that made right up here in Bluff Park. Mm-hmm. It's really, delicious. Really good. Yeah. Uh, and so it's hot, but it doesn't stay in your mouth forever hot. It's, yeah. it's a good little intro. Uh, and so with Jack, our five-year-old, every time we eat it, I go, hot sauce challenge. We'll put one or two little dots on a chip and eat it. And they like to kind of freak out how yeah. hot it is. And so we did it last night. And your boys were like, I want to do it. Yeah. I said, okay. Charlie was like, do we have hot sauce at our house? It's <laughs> like, absolutely we do. Yeah. Yeah. And I, you know, it's a, it's a, it's a hot sauce. I yeah. mean, it's probably hotter than Tabasco. For sure. It's hotter than those. It's got a little habanero kick. It's yeah. It's some tropical habanero is the it's name of it. It's a little sweet, a little spicy. Yeah. It's really good. Well, good. I'm glad they liked it. We'll, we'll need to, um, we will open up the cupboard and Ex- get more hot sauces expand out. Expand Because minds. we have it. Yes. Maybe I should just do it one day and not tell them. <laughs> not like burn your mouth hot. We put a yeah. little dot on it. Yeah. Uh, also, don't know the last time I said cupboard is. Cupboard. One of my favorite books growing up. Indian in the Cupboard? Indian in the Cupboard. Yeah. And I remember the movie blew me away. The movie was pretty cool. Especially back then. Yeah. I don't know when it came out. I could probably do some research. Tim, <laughs> producer, uh, when did that come out? I would guess... 1993. That's exactly mm, what I was going to say. I mean, I, yeah. I feel it's a good 93-ish. But for it that looks te- like 93. But for that technology, where it's like a little Indian. A little person. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. It's good. All right. We'll get in there. Well, hey, this is our... We don't have any new updates. We might have like 12 new countries. We just don't know. <laughs> Last week... We, we can't see into the future. I know. We, I mean, we could say we get North Dakota, but I doubt it. We could, we could just wish that we did. I, that's the only thing I hope for. Guys, <laughs> let's get... 
Well, let me come back. Let me eat these words and say, <laughs> guys, we did it. Yes. North Dakota. After you were trashing them on spring break, though, I don't know. I don't know if they're going to come. Well, the nine of you in North Dakota, <laughs> somebody send it. You, Somebody that listens knows somebody in North Dakota. Just shoot them a little note. Send them a text and say, look, you l- listen for the whole 30 minutes <laughs> or the whole hour, depending on what you send them. Or listen for about six minutes. Just give us, just give us the analytics. We just want that. <laughs> we just want that stat. What we don't have is how long people listen to. Yeah, it. that's true. Uh, we don't, we don't, we don't have that. We could probably pay more for that. But. Yeah, we're we're okay. I'm assuming that not everyone listens to the whole hour. Yeah. So some people might just skip over this part. A lot of people do, <laughs> like, and okay. a lot of people love this part. Our jibber jabbering. Yes, the buffoonery. The buffoonery. Well, hey, hope that you guys, uh, if you're on spring break, have a good spring break, being safe, being intentional, mm. get some rest. Um, what we talked about last week, if you missed that one, you can go back and listen about how God kind of commands us to rest and to be intentional living with Absolutely. your family and friends and yourself. Yep. Uh, so hopefully you're making memories and having fun. We're going to wrap up here with our final John 16. We did not plan this to be a four-parter. I think it was supposed to be a one-parter. It, well, we're going to start with one, and then I was like, we're not getting past verse 7. Unless we did a three-hour podcast. And then we did like 7, 8 to 12, yep. 12 to 20-something, and now we're kind of wrapping it up Yeah, um, in here in the John. So if you want to catch the rest of it. Go back a couple. We Yes. It's just last week was spring break, but then we had the other three eight before that. Mm-hmm. Uh, so as you guys, as as we have, as we have spring break, and we to take a break. Us too took a break from John sixteen. There you go. To be intentional about <laughs> John sixteen uh, talk here. Um, all right. So as we kind of lay it out again, this is Jesus. If you guys don't know, this is Jesus with his disciples hours before probably arrested, days before death. Right. Um, and he's just talking to them, and again over and over again, saying, "I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave. I'm going to leave." Hey, it's good. I'm leaving. I'm going to give you the Holy Spirit. That's better for you. He's going to be there. There's advantages to having the Holy Spirit, which we hit on in past episodes. Um, but now he kind of wraps it up. We've kind of talked all about this, but we haven't um, fully talked about it here. Um, yeah, let's start with, let's just jump to what? You want to jump to 29? Sure. 25, he basically says, I'm leaving. I'm leaving to go to the Father. And they're like, oh, we get it now. <laughs> yeah. You are speaking to us clearly. We yeah. get it. Um, yeah, so verse 29. And his disciples said, ah, now you are speaking plainly and not using figurative speech. Yay. <laughs> they seem excited about that. Um, verse 30. Now we know, Now we know that you know all things and do not need anyone to question you. This is why we believe that you came from God. So that is why they believe. Not the three years of ministry, three years of watching him raise people from the dead, walking on water, and all that stuff. It's like, oh, now we get it. Hey, it's, it's something different for everybody. Right? You're right. You're like, okay, there it is. Um, and then 31, Jesus answered them, do you now believe? Behold, the hour is coming. Indeed, it has come when you will be scattered each to his own home and will leave me and will leave me alone. I don't think he says it like that, but you'll leave me alone. Yet I am not alone for the father is with me. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have tribulation. You will have troubles, but take heart. 
I have overcome the world. Hmm. So this is all. So verse 33, um, everything that he has said before, talking about leaving and talking about the spirit and talking about, you know, us, you know, having the helper and the counselor and the advocate with us. He says, hey, you're going to be scattered when I'm gone. Mm -hmm. You're going to freak out because I know what's about to happen. Right. You're going to leave. And he says, and all these things for verse 33. Yep. This is great words for the disciples to know this, but it is also 2000 some odd years later. This is pretty huge for us to hear as well. Yeah, absolutely. Right. Yeah. So this is, this is the, the grand finale of, yeah. of this moment that he's having with, with the disciples here. Um, and again, you know, right before he kind of pays it off with, with verse 33, where he's really trying to encourage them one last time, he he tells them again two things. He's saying, "I'm about to leave you, mm-hmm. so watch out, watch out, be ready, and you're about to leave me." Yeah, and I think you could read that, and I don't know, almost uh, hear some disappointment or like a warning or something like that, but that's not really the way I hear it because okay. he tells you why he says it the very next verse. <laughs> yeah. He's telling them because he, wa- he doesn't want them to fall away. He knows that the trauma that they're about to go through is going to cause them to be scared, to scatter, to run away. But Jesus is telling them now so that when it happens, they're not surprised and, and give up on Jesus. He's telling them so that they'll remember that he said these things yeah. and that they'll have courage. Yes. Right. He says, he's told you all this stuff so that in me, you may have peace. He's like, you're going to, you guys are about to scatter. They're going to strike the shepherd and the sheep are going to sh- scatter. Remember that I told you this Yeah. and come back. The door's open for you to come back. I want you to come back. Well, and we talk about this all the time. John 15 the vine, right. remain in me, yep. remain in me, remain in me, I to the Father, remain in me. You can do nothing without me. He says it over and over and over and over again. And again, this is, just goes back saying, hey, things may be crazy, but now the remained in me looks different. Right. It's not It's not a stay close to it's me not a physically. Physical, yes. yes, it is now the Spirit is going to help you remain in me. Now it's your turn to remain and be close with the spirit. Remember the things I told you and live them out. And that's how you remain at me. Yeah. It's not a physical location. Mm -hmm. It is a spiritual and, and that's for us. Yes. Right. And and that's a hundred percent for us because we can't walk with Jesus. Right. But we still can remain in him Mm -hmm. and we are still with him. Um, Verse 33. I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace. Mm says, okay, things are going to be crazy that you may have peace. In the world, you will have trouble. Mm-hmm. But take heart. I have overcome the world. So I want to land on this right here. We can talk about this, I think, for another three or four. We're not, guys. Mm-hmm. Uh, but one, uh, as we kind of break this down, it says, one, have peace. Mm-hmm. And that all the troubles in your life, try to remain in me to have peace. Mm-hmm. And he says, in this world, you will have trouble. Not, um, I hope you can get away with this world without any trouble. I hope you are lucky enough to not have much trouble. He doesn't say that. Yeah. It's not if, it's when. Right. When you have trouble. And for us, you may be in the middle of that trouble, mm-hmm. or you may be like, I don't know what he's talking about. That's yeah. pretty good. Give it a few weeks. Yeah. Give it some time that you will have trouble in your life. Yeah. Right? I think there's an interesting 
at least I think it's interesting. Uh, at the beginning of 33, he says, I've told you these things so that in me you may have peace. He doesn't say you will have peace. Oh. Jesus is offering his disciples the opportunity to take hold oh, yeah. of peace in him. It, it, it's an offer. He's not saying you're gonna you're gonna just supernaturally have peace. It's a gift on the table. He's saying because of me, because of what I'm about to do, because of what I'm telling you right now, you can believe it, and yeah. you can choose to have peace because of what I've told you, or you can choose not to. That was a choice oh, yeah. that they had, and that's a choice no, that absolutely. we have, right? The the offer for peace that transcends understanding mm-hmm. that is unreasonable unthinkable is available to us but we have to take it we have to believe it (laughs) right i just thought that was interesting he's saying you may have peace you may have it it's available to you but it's up to you to either believe what i've told you or not oh yeah and and that's an action step you know for us Mm -hmm. that it may be you know more time in scripture maybe more time in prayer more time in quietness more time listening to spirit um it's not this uh, trouble happens and then peace follows. Mm-hmm. It's trouble will happen and peace can follow yeah. if you remain in me and if you remember my words and if you listen to the spirit and you ask for help. And yeah. like, like it, Jesus says, Hey, I'm going 99.9% of the way. Yeah. You need to put that 0.1% in to have this. Yeah. Like he's going to give you that. Yeah. You just, you just said it there. There's an offer and there's a promise. Yeah. It would be awesome if, if this <laughs> yeah. was flipped around that you you may have trouble but you'll always have peace but i guarantee you peace it's yeah, the other no. way around he's like you are going to have trouble but i'm offering you my peace it's not your peace it's my peace that i give to you that comes from the father and when i think about this you know working with students working with sixth graders and middle schoolers and high schoolers it is easy sometimes if you're a parent to to look at those kids and to see their trouble and go, you don't know what trouble is, mm. right? Like mm-hmm. you don't even know, like you don't even know what taxes are yet, right? You don't know <laughs> what insurance is. You don't know what mortgages. You don't know what all this stuff is. Yeah, it's like you don't have. Real, but I try to remind our parents, like what they are living in at that moment, whether what that boy or girl said on the bus to them mm. or. If they didn't make the cheerleading squad and you're like, hey, it's okay, there's next year. At that moment to them. That's the end of the world. That is their life. Yes. And that is trouble. Yeah. And really to help them and, and not brush away their pain and their hurt mm-hmm. saying, well, that's just kid stuff. Well, no, that's their life stuff. That's yeah. all they know right now. That's right. And so it is very, very important to them and saying, I understand you're sad. I understand you have trouble. Hey, let's help mm. give you some peace. Yes. Um, and not you know, kind of belittle their uh, troubles, which, Absolutely. which I tend to do. Yeah. Right. It's just like, that's not real trouble. Who cares? Yeah. No, it's big. It's big in their life. For sure. Um, I have said these things to you that in me, you may have peace in the world. You will have trouble, but take heart. I have overcome the world. Mm. So that second part, that is that action step for us. Mm. You will have this, uh, um, and I will do this. Mm. I have overcome the world. There will be trouble in your life, and I have overcome the world. But if you want that peace, you got to take heart. Yeah. And so, how do we help our kids? 
how do we help our neighbors? How do we help ourselves or spouses take heart? Yeah. What does that really kind of look like? Yeah, there were two things about this that kind of kind of jumped out to me. One is the, is the context. Mm-hmm. Jesus is saying here, you will have suffering in this world, but be courageous, take heart. Mm-hmm. I have conquered the world. As he is saying this, Judas is betraying him right now. Oh, absolutely. He's about to be arrested, beaten, and murdered. But he's conquered the world? Yeah. So that should be a clue to us that what it means to um, win this game, or however you want to say that, what it means to conquer the world may not look like what we think it looks like. Right? And... So that's kind of one. It's like uh-huh. this this is a shocking statement. This is an audacious statement. Yeah. Knowing what's about to happen. But it's also interesting that he says I have conquered the world. Not you have conquered the world oh, yeah. or we have conquered the world. Our victory is Jesus's victory. Mm. That's how we have hope. That's how we take courage. That's how we stand up and do what's right, even when it's hard. It's not because we're going to achieve everything that we want to achieve in this life. It's that Jesus has already achieved our victory for us. That's our courage. That's where we find our peace and our power to stand up and do what God's calling us to do. It may not look like what we want it to look like or think it should look like, but yeah. Jesus says it's done. I've already won this game. Your 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 charge is faithfulness. And if so, if you're not results-oriented, uh, then you can have peace in me because yeah. I've already done it. What did Jesus say on the cross? His last word. It's finished. It is finished, guys. That's that uh, wasn't a question mark. Yeah. That was that wasn't a that wasn't a comma. That was a that was <laughs> an exclamation, exclamation point. Yeah. It's done. It's done. The work of conquering the world for God, the establishment of the kingdom is done. So as I kind of look at this and I think about how do we help our neighbors and our friends and our spouse and ourselves kind of look at this and go, how do we remind them to take heart? Mm. It sounds really corny. It's very, very Christian. And when you, um, for years when I was younger, when I mean younger, I mean like college and just in my twenties and probably into my thirties, there are some people that you come in contact with that are just like, you might call them like super religious where they're always, praying or just saying things and you're like, okay, okay, sure. I get it. I understand. Yeah. But I, th- I think really for us to take heart in this, it is remember the resurrection power. Mm-hmm. Remember that he has conquered, remember this. And, and it may be hard in the middle of, you know, getting fired or a job, you know, fired or a job loss. That's the exact same thing <laughs> uh, or sickness or divorce or whatever it is it may sound trivial and it may be like a Christian thing to say like, Hey, Jesus conquered it all. Mm-hmm. And at that moment you may be like, how's that going to help me? Yeah. But helping people, reminding people, Hey, you are in trouble right now, but take heart. He has overcome the world. This will pass. Yeah. Um, it may not be easy and you may have some peace and you may not have full peace in this, but try to remember and to take heart that he has conquered. Yeah. Um, there are times in life where we feel conquered or you're defeated. Oh yeah. Um, and kind of like you were talking about with, with a middle schooler, like it's easy to lose sight of how big all of this is and really just focus in on where am I at right now? Um, I don't feel good. 
this is terrible and to allow yourself to be defeated but when you're feeling conquered you have to remember that it's already it, it, Jesus has conquered he's yes. conquered he's conquered sin and death and evil in this world and he's conquered that in your life too and yeah. that peace is an offer on the table mm. you can choose to accept it or you can choose to not accept it yeah it it, it that's that's the part of free will mm-hmm that yes, God could say, I'm going to put this in everybody and they're always going to have peace and they're not going to have trouble. But I think he wants to remind that when this happens, because it's a broken, sinful world, you're going to have trouble yeah. no matter what. He's like, but I have the lifeline for you. Mm-hmm. I have a way to help you through this. I'm not going to remove it all just like that, even though he might and he can and he does, but that's not a guarantee. Yeah. We, are not, we are not guaranteed to have our problems uh, um, disappear with God, but we're guaranteed that we can have peace through it, through the spirit and through him. Yeah. Um, which is a different way to look at it. Yes. Um, because for us, it's no, for it to be better means for it to be removed from my life. Mm. He says, uh, you may still be in a storm, but I'm going to give you the boat. I'm going to give you the life raft. I'm yeah. going to give you the way to get out of it and to help you in the situation. But you may still have that storm. Yeah. And this is a practice, I think. And I think this is something that we can mature into. Uh, so if you're listening to this and you're following Jesus and you're going through a hard time and you don't feel this, like it's a practice that um, we have to dig into. And and mm-hmm. you talked about yeah. this already today. It's abiding uh, in the presence of God, uh, being connected to the vine. Um, and how do we do that? We do that through getting in the word and, and letting God himself remind us of the things that he's <laughs> promised us. It's uh, surrounding yourself with positive people who are also trying to follow Jesus. It's that communal aspect of following Jesus. Man, when you're down, who do you need? You need people around you who can, one, lift up your spirits, mm-hmm. uh, two, who can surround you in your need. That's yes, why God yes. made this whole church thing. It's like if you're, yeah. if you're having a tough time, that's what people are supposed to be there for. So God is not just, uh, Jesus is not just throwing out, hey, things are going to be tough. I hope you feel good about it. <laughs> he has given us tools to to live this out in a very real way. And so yeah. it's a practice that we have to we have to work at is yeah. you know because me I'll just talk about me when I get down it's easy to kind of spiral oh, and, yeah. and to just get deeper into that sadness and whatever but it's like the things that get me out of that are scripture worship community fellowship mm-hmm. do those things and you can abide in the peace that Christ offers you yeah that's great great uh, yeah yeah, you said one. If you want to know how God walks with them, read the Old Testament. Mm. <laughs> read a lot of the Old Testament, and you'll see. You know, in the wilderness for forty years. Yeah, like providing, guiding. It didn't, it didn't take them out of the wilderness. Yeah, but says while you're in it, I'm going to be here and I'm going to provide for you, yeah. and know that I'm here. Yeah. Um. And so that's a great way. Two. I like what you said about spiraling down. We can do this in both ways. Mm. We can spiral down or we can spiral up. Mm. Or, or a better way, we can let our mind run. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Even even, even with the good things. Of yeah. Like, ooh, I get this and then this and this and this. And we can go, oh, man, I think I could plan ahead and know what the steps are going to happen in my life for the next week or the next month or whatever it may be. And then sometimes that doesn't happen. Yeah. And that's like, dang, I got my hopes up mm-hmm. for this event or for this to happen and it didn't. Or it can be, 
hey, this did happen to me and it was negative. Right. There's a lot of different ways, whether it's the high of the highs or the low of the lows, we still, we still need to be reminded to abide and remain and to stay connected to Jesus because that's all that matters. Right. You get the job, you know, promotion, you get all the cool things. Great. Are you still staying connected to Jesus? Because mm-hmm. isn't it in that verse where it says like, you can do nothing mm-hmm. if it's not through me? Yeah, like, that's right. Whatever you do, cool, but it means nothing unless it's with him. That's right. And if you're in the middle of the junk, hey, that stinks, but still remain in me because mm. I'm going to help you through that in all situations. Yep. Right? So we talked, you know, like uh, last week about, you know, a spring break. Are we from spring break now? Listen to this. You may be in the middle of this and be like, this is a great week. You may be having the best week with your family or your wife in Boston, and you're like, this is great. Do you take time then to say, oh, God, I'm, thank you for this. Yeah. I don't take it for granted, but I have peace in this moment because of you. Yeah. That's good. Remember them. Yep. Um, and that's going to, um, continue strengthening your relationship with God. The more that you can remain in him. Yeah. A lot easier to remember God in the bad times. Yeah. Uh, but it's an important practice to do this on both sides of, of life when things are really good. And when things are really bad, stay connected to Jesus, stay connected to the vine. And uh, let that peace, don't let your peace be circumstantial. The peace of yeah. Christ is abiding and it's always with us and available to us. Well, we get um, at our church, we have like our online prayer requests. Uh-huh. Uh, and we, you know, read those in our staff meeting and we pray over those. And, um, and we're very honored that people will open up to that. Mm-hmm. But I would say 99.9% of those are negative. Yeah, for sure. Right. And it's great. And, and well, that's not great that it's negative, but it's great that they reach out to us right. and say, hey, we pray on behalf. And it's like, absolutely. I would love for them to be full of positive stuff too, of just yeah. like, hey, I'm just happy <laughs> in my life and I'm happy that I love Jesus and he loves me. And yeah. hey, can we pray for that? And be like, oh, remember him in the good times as well. For sure. Good times and in bad times um, that you may have peace in this world because um, he has overcome the world. And to really think about that, and we can kind of end here, but you talked about a little bit of their thought of Jesus was a king Mm -hmm. on the throne, ruler of the world, the country. And for them in a few days to see him on a cross and to remember this, to go, that doesn't look like overcoming the world. This looks like the world kind of got him. Right. That's exactly what it looks like. Yeah. It's like, it looks like we didn't win this one, Jesus. Sorry. (laughs) What now? Yeah. But he's like, just you wait. Yeah. God's plans are bigger than our plans. His knowledge is, we can't even comprehend God's knowledge in that, especially Jesus. Um, so if you're going through stuff, just know he has conquered the world. Absolutely. And that knowledge, you know, in that verse, Philippians uh, 4, 7, you know, 4, 6, 4, 7, that I may give you peace that passes all understanding. Yeah. You may not understand it. Mm. And the disciples didn't understand it here too. They're like, I don't really quite get it. He says, I can still give you that peace, even mm-hmm. even in your questioning, yeah. even in your questioning of faith, of God, of your life, of what is happening, remain in me because I can give you that peace. That's it. It's a free gift, y'all. Mm-hmm. Everyone has it. Take it. Take it. It's like a free t-shirt at a ball game. <laughs> just right there. Just it shoots it out of a cannon just, and everything. Just pick it up, put it on. It's a free, it's a <laughs> 2XL. It don't matter. Just put it on. Just give it to the kids. It's now a sleep shirt. There you go. <laughs> Well, hey, we hope that you guys uh, have enjoyed this uh, John 16 with us and kind of wrapped up. And um, and if you're like, man, y'all just spent basically like uh, three and a half hours on <laughs> John 16. Like, yeah, we could spend a lot more. 
Yeah. Uh, so read it yourself. You're going to spend a lot of time in it and have a lot of good questions. Uh, and maybe find somebody to have these conversations with. That's yeah. one, you know, good thing about us that we work together and we had these conversations. We just had to put a microphone in front of our mouths. Yeah. Um, but find you somebody, a spouse, a friend, a mentor, someone at church that you're like, Hey, can we just do this? Can we read the Bible and just discuss it? Mm. I promise you they'll be like, yeah, fun. You don't have to know everything. Mm-mm. Read it. Oh, you're not going to know. Everything. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> you won't, you won't, uh, at all. Um, yeah, we have enjoyed this and we look forward to next week coming at you with something new, something new. So, Hey, rate, review, subscribe, like, share, push a button, smash a like. I don't Send know. Send somebody a letter in the mail. Again, North, North Dakota. Let's get it. I'm, you know what? I, I am turning around. I'm back on the North Dakota train. I like it. I like to see that sparkle you in your know, eye. You know, let's go. <laughs> I'm with you, North Dakota. I don't know anything about you, but I'm, I'm, I'm going to do some research. I like it. I'm going to watch some random YouTube videos on North Dakota. Let's go. And learn more about it. Well, hey, hope you guys have a good spring break and a good time, and we will catch you all next week. Bye, friends. <laughs>